Right now on Truth Today, we're gonna to be discussing the horrific shootings in Nashville, the rise of trans terrorism, how Antifa and the trans movement are now working together, training, arming to come against Christians, how the media is not labeling what happened yesterday as a anti-Christian hate crime. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us this morning for Truth Today or this afternoon, depending on your time zone. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry. Uh, we're so glad you can be with us today. We have a lot to discuss and, and a serious topic. Uh, not that uh, what we talk about is not serious, but especially today uh, in light of uh, what happened in Nashville yesterday, uh, we're going to be discussing that and really trying to drill down, praying that, that, that the Holy Spirit can give us a greater measure of discernment. A lot of times, folks, it's hard to see dots connecting. And so a lot of times I pray, Lord, show us the bigger picture. Show us not just the details, but the bigger picture of what is happening. So we're going to be discussing that this morning. Uh, so I want to uh, say thank you for joining us. Please make sure you go to our Rumble page. I want to just encourage you again, if you're not on Rumble, go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Subscribe and check out all of our content that we upload there, folks. We put everything on Rumble as well on our website. And I think that we have some watching live on Rumble and some on websites. So we want to welcome you there. I want to also encourage you, check out our podcast. We are pod... We are putting all of our shows to MP3, which means you can listen to them by audio only. Just search Truth Today with Sharam Hadian on the following um, platforms that you see there. Uh, iHeart Music, Amazon Music, uh, Podbean, Samsung. Uh, just check out our name, Truth Today with Sharam Hadian. And if you want to listen to our podcast, of course, visit our website that you see on the screen there, tillministry.com. I uh, want to jump in today, this morning, uh, into the Word of God. We always begin to ground ourselves in the foundation of the Word of God because that's our rock. That's the solid rock we stand on. And in a world, in a world that is so quickly sinking and evaporating and things are getting darker and darker, it's important for us to be grounded in the truth it's important for us to be grounded on solid rock. Um, the days of lawlessness are increasing. So I, I want to jump to two passages this morning. I've covered this before, but I really felt that I needed to cover this again. Romans chapter 1. We are seeing a, a, an absolute denigration of society, a denigration of family, of biblical sexuality, what God cre has created. And as we distort God's creation, we suffer the consequences. We suffer the judgment. We suffer as a result of that. And Christians suffer, and non-Christians suffer, and the world suffers. The Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 1 that for the wrath of God, this is in verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. 
For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covet, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. And knowing who knowing the righteousness of who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do they do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. This is a major doctrinal statement that the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit is making in understanding that when we reject God's ways, when we reject God's creation, when we reject God's design, and when we reject God himself in a society, in a culture, and in this case, in the church, then what we get is a world that is absolutely upside down. We get people that are so confused because of the agenda of sexual dysphoria, because of an agenda that wants to destroy how God has made them in his image, male and female. We have a massive rise in gender confusion because of the indoctrination that is going on by our public schools, by the media, by Hollywood, by the corporate entities, by the medical establishment. Here in the state of Tennessee, we were able to get past a law, House Bill 1, to make it a criminal act to take children under the age of being an adult and do surgery on them or give them harmful puberty blockers to change their gender, to change the way that God made them. 
under the notion of it being a gender-affirming thing. And then we wonder why there is, a, there is growing lawlessness and violence. Also remember in 2 Thessalonians, we are told that lawlessness increases as we get closer to the end. And lawlessness isn't just violence. Lawlessness is rejecting the laws of God. The very definition of lawlessness, folks, in the Bible is to reject God's definition of law. What is the moral law? What is the natural law? The very laws of nature and nature's God. That's why the word says here that they gave up themselves to every unclean thing. They began to worship the creation rather than the creator. And when that happens in our world, then the, the, the end result, folks, the end result is depravity, is debased mind, is the futility of their thoughts, the darkening of their hearts. And when the heart gets darkened, the heart becomes evil and commits and plots to commit harm. So let's get to uh, our major headline for this morning, today, and that is what happened in Nashville yesterday. Um, as you may know, I want to start, uh, Jariah, with the story of the pastor. Um, let me get to this here. It's the Western Journal. Uh, do you have those Western Journal articles? Uh, we're just looking for them here real quick. Um, the, the one more that should have been right there. Heartbreaking. School pastor's daughter. So this happened in Nashville Covenant School, Nashville Covenant Christian School. This is a Covenant Presbyterian Church congregation in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, folks. And the pastor of the school, Chad Scruggs, his daughter Haley was one of the three young children that was murdered yesterday, nine-year-olds, with three adults the principal of the school, a custodian, and a temporary teacher, a substitute teacher that was there. Talk about, wow, the timing of that. And so we pray for this church, this Presbyterian church. We pray for these kids. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ who have been affected beyond measure. I'm the father of six. I have three boys, three girls. I can't even imagine the pain and the anguish, and yet, at the same time, praising God for salvation, praising God for the confidence of our salvation to know that these children are in heaven, are in the hands of the Lord, their innocence coming to Christ. We pray for the school, the families, but we gotta dig deeper. One of the things that's not being communicated and it makes me sick to my stomach, is that this was an anti-Christian hate crime. If this was perpetrated against the LGBTQ plus, plus, plus community, if this was perpetrated against a mosque, a Muslim community, it would be immediately labeled by the media as an anti 
Christian or, or anti-Muslim or anti-homophobic, uh, whatever, but because it is against a Christian school. No one's talking about the fact that this is a hate crime. This was intentional. This was perpetrated. This uh, demonically controlled individual, there's no other doubt in my mind that this individual is so lost, so, so, so broken, so possessed. We know that this shooter attended that school years ago. Now she was 28 years old. And this was a targeted attack. This was not random. We now know, according to the Metro National Police Department, that she had maps, surveillance. She was dressed in tactical gear. If you've had a chance to watch the surveillance video, as a former police officer, I can tell you that she was trained. The way she scoped out the property, the way that she um, carried herself, the way that she carried her weapons, the way that she handled her rifle, the way that she shot through the glass, the fact that she had surveilled the school and knew their security or lack of security. Yes, the doors were locked, but there was not one person in that school that we know of that was armed that could then confront this suspect. This was not an accident. This was not a random thing. This was calculated and planned and is part of a bigger picture. It's part of a bigger picture within the trans community. Because yes, this individual was trans. Um, let me look at just some of our headlines here real quick. Because I, I, I want to make sure that I, again, I, I want to make sure that we paint a, a real clear picture of what's going on. And I have so much in my head right now. I'm, I'm just praying that the Lord will help it to come out in a, in a, in a, in a fashion that is right. Dry, let's go to that image that you just passed of those four people. I'm, I'm going to bring this up in a minute. Don't go there yet. I want to tell you how this affected us personally because yesterday I was at home here and we had some work going on and I got a call from my wife who was at Patriot Church here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, Patriot Church has a school that's also called Covenant Christian School. Now, the two are not affiliated. So this Covenant Christian, the Presbyterian Church in Nashville, is not affiliated with Patriot Church's Covenant Christian. But by the very fact that it was Covenant Christian, I immediately said to my wife, we need to institute a lockdown. Get all the kids inside because it was a beautiful day here, mid-70s, just gorgeous. And so all the kids are outside playing, PE class, doing our homeschool co-op. So we brought all the kids in, locking the doors. We went into lockdown mode. I immediately got in my car, drove down there. We called some other dads, got down there, several of us armed. And we stood there to protect the building, to make sure nothing else was going to happen. We stood there to make sure that these kids were leaving the school uh, the, the property safely because of the fact that there is a manifesto that this individual had written. And when you see the bigger picture today, you'll understand why we went into lockdown mode and why Christians are going to be greater targets. We already know 
that the top two locations of active shooters are schools and churches. That's a fact. We know that. But, but now, on top of that, anywhere that is deemed as a, as a gun-free zone is an additional target. Because bad people like this individual who are, with, with no doubt in my mind, demonically possessed and so confused and so broken, they, though they may want to die or, or, or think themselves ready to die, um, they still don't want to encounter armed resistance because of the fact that they know that that's going to thwart their plans. And according to what I understand so far that's coming out about the manifesto, again, what we don't know about the manifesto, we don't do know from reporting from uh, this guy Andy NGU New, I think it is, we do know um, that there was other targets listed in the manifesto. That's why we went into lockdown mode. That's why we've increased our security for the rest of this week at least. Because of the fact that there's other targets. Because of the fact that the so-called trans community is arming themselves. They're training. And they're working with groups like Antifa. In fact, they've been working with Antifa for a number of years. Because again, this individual had tactical training. This individual came into the school with some level of tactical training. The way that they opened doors, the way that they went around corners, the way that they handled again their weapon. And so let me, let's go to this picture here, Dry, bring this up. Some of the latest mass shootings have been by trans people. Colorado Springs shooter, I'll get to this in a minute, identified as non-binary. And a neo-Nazi. Not a white supremacist, but a neo-Nazi. The Denver shooter identified as trans. The Aberdeen shooter identified as trans. And the National shooter identified as trans. Now here's the interesting thing about the bottom three. Keep that up for a second. The bottom three are all women that are trying to transition to men. Go ahead and come back to me, please dry up. I read an interesting study last night as I was preparing for the show that shows that when men transition to women, they don't, there's no marked increase or propensity for violence in this study out of Sweden. But when women transition to men and start taking testosterone or other hormones, there is a marked increase. Because when, when I heard about yesterday as a former police officer who's done tactical training and, and who's, who's uh, uh, done law enforcement training, um, it surprised me because it's only about 3% of all active shooter incidents, mass shootings, are by women. And oftentimes they're accompanied by men or goaded by men. So it's very rare for women to be active shooters. It's very rare for women to be mass murderers in this way, in this type of way. It's very callous that this is not, again, this is methodical. This is not, folks, you have to understand, this is not something that was a crime of passion or something that, again, to think about it, to plan it, 
to train for it and then to carry it out. It's methodical to target a Christian. This is, again, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to be posting on this more. This is an anti-Christian hate crime. Where is the FBI? Where is the Justice Department? Where are they investigating the trans movement? Right now, the entire trans movement should be under investigation. The entire trans movement and the entire Antifa movement should be, should be under federal investigation. Because they are plotting and planning more. I guarantee you, they're, and here's how we know. Let's go to, um, Dry, where's our image of that, this day of vengeance? Do you have that Twitter one? Uh, about the coming up, uh, the day of vengeance, right there. Here we go, folks. Here's what they're planning for this coming Saturday. Look at this. Bring this up, please. Uh, I, I had several people t- uh, text me yesterday about this. Trans, keep this up for a minute. Uh, trans day of vengeance. Stop trans genocide. Who's killing trans people? No one's killing trans people. What they mean by that is that trans people are killing themselves. Because of the fact that, folks, this is messed up. Okay, before I go into that, watch this. April 1st at 11 a.m., they're assembling in Washington, D.C., wear a mask. That's not because of COVID, by the way. They don't want to be identified. Bring a buddy. Put on by um, Our Rights, D.C. And then, so this is uh, radical trans activists joining forces with who? Watch this. Antifa. Antifa in D.C., and they're, they're planning this day of vengeance. Now, well, from what we understand, this is going to be in multiple cities. Antifa not only has a strong uh, presence now in Portland, Atlanta, Georgia is becoming a major base of Antifa. Por- uh, Min- Minneapolis becoming a major base of Antifa. Of course, Washington, D.C. is a base for them as far as their federal, uh, as far as working and trying to, uh, uh, you know, bring about Uh, any kind of terrorism. This is the classic definition of terrorism, the idea that you want to cause terror by your rhetoric and by your actions. And so they're planning this for this coming Saturday. And then let's go to this headline really quick. Um, Here's another one uh, from that MSJN. Do you have that one there, right? The black one. The trans activists teaming up with Antifa for trans vengeance event in D.C. Um, a trans-identifying female, Noah Buchanan, and non-binary activist, Sukuru Fours, are leading their group, Trans Radical Action Network of D.C., and promoting the event through social media. Antifa group, Our Rights D.C., joins the trans group to stop tra- supposedly transgenocide. Um, in the TikTok video, she states the event is about bringing back the phrase, we are here, we are queer, and we're not going anywhere. But it goes further, folks. It goes further. Let's go to this headline from InfoWars. Look at this. Tucker Carlson um, actually covered this last week. Just last week. Bring this up, please, dry up. Almost as if he predicted that there was going to be a trans-terroristic act before the Nashville shooter. Almost prophetically, just last week, Tucker Carlson covered NPR. That's right, the liberal Marxist NPR, National Public Radio, fawning the coverage of an armed trans group called, quote, Rainbow Reload. Quote, we're as four guns as you could possibly be, 
I'm sorry, Tucker Carlson is saying, look, we're for guns. We believe in Second Amendment rights for all American citizens, all those who are lawfully able to own a firearm. Okay, I support that as well. But NPR was running an ad um, stating, stating that trans people are um, fearful for their lives. They're fearful for their lives and therefore they are training and arming themselves. This shooter who is born, Audrey Hale, again, she is female biologically. We don't know if she was fully transitioned or she's in the process of transitioning, if she's had any surgery or not. Of course, again, remember, they're targeting Tennessee. This was, this was not an accident. One, targeting a Christian institution, two, targeting Tennessee because of a House Bill 1 that just was passed and signed by the governor banning any trans surgery or um, any trans procedures to transition someone, whether from uh, biological or, I mean, from surgical or from uh, taking hormones and steroids and things like that. Uh, and this, there was a manifesto well written out by this shooter, carried out as I've already mentioned. But yet here's Tucker Carlson covering a, a, a radio ad by NPR that is promoting, listen, here's NPR that is one of the most anti-gun, anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment groups backed by the Biden administration, backed by um, the left. They hate guns. And yet in this ad, Tucker Carlson was covering this last week that it seems like they're inciting trans people to get armed and trained because of the supposed genocide against trans people. Who are killing trans people? Who? Which Christians are killing trans people? Which conservatives are killing trans people? Where is the evidence for these type of remarks? There is none. Not happening. Trans people are killing trans people. The system is killing trans people. Satan is killing trans people. Because of the fact that they are so being messed up in their souls, in their bodies, in their minds, in their hearts. They're demonically being attacked and influenced and possessed. Their very core is being attacked. That's what's messing them up. And that's what's creating this spirit of suicide. But now this spirit of violence and lawlessness. Folks, this is ultimately spiritual, right? As Christians, we have to understand it's ultimately spiritual. Our, our fight is not against individual trans people. It's not against flesh and blood. We have to understand the powers and principalities behind this. But powers and principalities move people to physically kill. And it's our responsibility to protect our sheep, to protect our children, to protect our families. This is all about protecting our children. Yesterday, I went to the school for the lockdown because we, we are there to protect our families and our children. We're called to be shepherds. We're called to be men of God and women of God. Papa bears and mama bears. Because that's what we're called to do. And if somebody had been at this Christian school armed, maybe 
six people would not be dead. I'm not counting the shooter. So yes, the doors were locked. They had an alarm. The alarm is going off. The doors were locked. But no one's armed. No one could stop the threat. And then she was trying to kill law enforcement. She perched on the second floor and was, was shooting at law enforcement. And two Metro National Police officers, according to the report, encountered her in an open area on the second floor. Gunfight ensued and they, again, allegedly shot and killed her. I'm not convinced that it wasn't self-inflicted yet because oftentimes they will say uh, that it was, you know, the police shoot, shooting out when, um, when it is self-inflicted. Um, my son says we have a video, but what part of this are you wanting to play? Is it graphic though? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and, and, and just play. I just want like a, a quick 30 seconds. But the question is, was she already down or does she... Um, okay, go back a little bit and just cover that last 30 seconds. So this, this is body cam video from Officer Michael Colazzo of the Metro National Police Department. We're going to play just about 30 seconds of this. And um, it's graphic, folks, in the sense that this is, this is real. They're in the school. They're in the church building. And they're now encountering this shooter on the second floor. Go ahead and let's play this. Push it LPVO. Push it LPVO. Go right. Move, move. Watch out, watch out. Move. Stop moving! Stop moving! Watch left, watch left. Suspect down, suspect down. Hey, hold the air. All right, that was obviously graphic. Um, I wrestle with showing stuff like that, but again, it's important to see. What we don't see, though, is that was she on the ground already? So this is, again, I'm not sure. Um, I, I need to watch that again to make sure. Um, that's the first time I had seen it. My son had cued it. I didn't know he had cued that. But um, sometimes the, the, the person takes themselves out. Uh, but in this case, also, it's suicide by cop, meaning that the person wants to die but they can't kill themselves. So they're waiting for law enforcement. They know there's going to be an encounter. They want to die. Um, and so they know the moment they shoot at police, they're going to get shot back. And so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But again, right now, that's the report is that this was a encounter and police took her out. Um, but again, six people died before that happened. And police officers could have been killed as well because she was shooting out that second, that second story window at the responding officers coming. But here's my point for today. My point is, this is part of a bigger picture. You have to understand, let's go to this uh, headline, Drya. Uh, 
that advocate, do you have that article about the LGBTQ people taking up arms, the, 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 the rainbow, um, let, let me just, let's see if we have, right there, that's the article right there. So here is, this is the group that's called um, Rainbow Reload. Organizer Finn Smith recently allowed a New Hampshire public radio reporter to tag along with their group on a training mission at Pawtuckaway State Park in light of the rising chorus of threats targeting LGBTQ. Again, I want to know where these threats are coming from. Where are these threats? Because you're going to see that the non-binary dude in Colorado Springs, uh, he attacked a LGBTQ nightclub, but he himself was, non, was, was non-binary. He, he himself was, was confused. So they're attacking their own community and blaming uh, conservatives and Christians. So what they're doing is they're claiming far right-wing radicals in New Hampshire and elsewhere may find themselves outgunned if a trend of LGBTQ plus people taking up arms in the state spreads nationwide. The group says it aims to give people the skills they need to protect themselves. But this is tactical training. Tactical training in this sense um, isn't protecting themselves. Go ahead and come back to me. But you see their defend equality. This is their patch. Rainbow reload. And what I'm trying to show you is that we have evidence after evidence that Antifa and the trans movement are working together. We know that Antifa is well-trained. Antifa has been trained overseas by the Islamic State. There's evidence that uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa have some training and some uh, in the past from China, from the CCP. This is a war, folks, that we are in now. And we're being targeted and we have to protect, we have to defend ourselves. We can't wait for law enforcement. That was 14 minutes that this individual was able to move around this school, this church, and look for people and pick people off. We can't wait for law enforcement to show up. But the, the trans, one more time, let's go to that image, just in case you missed this. The trans day of vengeance in Washington, D.C. Coming up this Saturday, they're wanting this to be all across the nation. They're saying we are armed and we're going to come after you. Be afraid. We're going to take, we're going to get our rights one way or another. And states like Tennessee, we're a target now. But as Tucker Carlson said, the hypocrisy of NPR, the hypocrisy of the Biden administration, the hypocrisy of the left or anybody that says we're for gun control. By the way, here's another headline. Uh, let me find this one. The Gateway Pundit. Mother of transgender Nashville school shooter was gun control activist. No kidding. You can't make this stuff up. Shared petition to keep guns out of school. 
Keep guns out of school. Sign the petition. Norma Fort Hale. Norma Fort Hale. Tell Congress, make large capacity gun magazines illegal. And yet, and yet, her daughter was able to legally get these guns because of the evil intent of the fact that Romans 1, a depraved, uh, a futile mind, a, d a darkened heart, a depraved soul, an individual that is being fueled by this rhetoric that somehow Christians, because we're against drag shows with children, because we're against mutilating children in gender reassigning surgery, that somehow we hate trans people, somehow we want them to be destroyed. That is the furthest thing from the truth. We want trans people to be saved. We want trans people to be set free. We want those who have gender dysphoria to, to, to have this demonic spirit broken in Jesus' name. We want the blood of the lamb to come and wash over them for them to get to not only be saved in Christ, but then to come out of this demonic deception. But don't confuse that with the fact that I will do everything in my ability to protect my family and my church body from this evil, because this is evil. This is evil. You can't make this stuff up. And Antifa, who is arming to the teeth and is creating these hubs now in Portland and Atlanta and Minneapolis and Washington, D.C., they're creating these hubs. They are arming to create this further chaos on our streets. And this is, of course, not taking away from the bigger picture of, of, of the destruction of this nation by the Obiden global cabal, uh, the destruction of our borders, uh, an article that I just read that 300 suspected or known terrorists were caught. Coming, these are the ones that were caught coming across our northern and southern border in the last year. 300 connected to terrorist nations, jihadist groups. And now we have to worry about the trans community. Uh, so... Let me go to these headlines real quick. So again, the Colorado Springs shooter, uh, dry AP article, if you have that really quick, detective says Colorado Springs shooter ran neo-Nazi site, claims it was a neo-Nazi, but yet he was nine, you know, they were claiming he was bigoted towards uh, homosexuals, but no, what it is is self-hatred, folks, because he himself was identifying this guy, Aldrich, was identifying as non-binary and uses the pronouns they and them, and them. But yet, they're trying to describe him as a, as a neo-Nazi white supremacist. He targeted an LGBTQ club because of the fact that they have self-hatred. These people are so being demonically attacked and influenced that they have self-hatred. It's like ripping yourself apart. Then we have the shooter in Denver at the high school, Daily Mail article, do you have that one, Drya? Right there. Who again was trans, who again was a female transitioning to a male, 
Alec goes by the name of Alec McKinney. Um, let me see. This is, um, I'm trying to see the, 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 her original name. Not, not that it really matters, but the point is, is that this, uh, you can go back. Can you go back to the image of those four people dry out right, uh, right there? So the second one right there, here we go. The second one right there, that's supposedly Alec McKinney, but really, I think it was Maya. I believe it was Maya is her, is her actual birth name. So, okay, so she's becomes a shooter. The third one there, Aberdeen, that is um, Snokia Mosley, 26, of White Marsh, shot seven people, kills four, including herself, at the Rite Aid warehouse. Again, another female transitioning to a male. And, of course, at the bottom of your screen, that was the Nashville shooter from yesterday. And that they're working with these larger groups. Big picture, folks. Big picture. And then on top of that, you have the absolute embarrassment. I, I wish we had the video of Biden. So, okay, so Biden's giving a press conference at the White House yesterday to some women's business group or whatever. And they go to Biden. And... All these news outlets, including Fox, break to Biden and they are expecting him to make some sort of a very contrite, hey, we're really, you know, we're, we're, we're saddened by, um, you know, we're saddened by this attack, uh, which he later s says something on it, but he comes down and he starts um, talking about ice cream. You can't make this stuff up. Dry, if you can come back to um, the image of um, the, the guns, because I, I want to point something out. Do you have that right there? Bring that up for a second. Um, I, I need to see it, though. Can you stay on me just for a second so I can see this? So on the, on the if you're looking at the screen on the left there, you see the, the um, assault rifle there or they call it an assault rifle, but this is a semi-automatic uh, rifle with the blue tape on it. This is the main one that she used. On it, you can't see on the screen, it says Hellfire. So she literally was believing that she was sending these Christians to hell by killing them. Again, demonic. Come back to me, please, Drya. So this is, again, folks, this is demonic. This is not just uh, mental illness. This is a spiritual attack. And Biden goes up there, and what does he say? After wanting to talk about gun control, he, he, this is later on. We have to do more to stop gun violence, ripping our communities apart. But what does he start out with? He starts out with talking about ice cream. My name is Joe Biden, he said to laughter from those in attendance for the Small Business Administration Women's Business Summit. I'm Dr. Jill Biden's husband. This is all quote, by the way. You can watch the video yourself. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream, he said. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. It's a delight to have you all here, he said to the room. He then asked someone, who are those good-looking kids back there? And then at the very end, 
instead of acknowledging the actual shooting, he says, I got to go. There's a little something going on around the world. Do you have the video? All right, let's play this just so you can see what a buffoon our president is and how just corrupted these are. Go ahead real quick, Dry. Let's play this. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm uh, like you could see just how debased they are. They could care less that this was a Christian school. If this was a mosque, if this was them attacking uh, some Black Lives Matter, if this was uh, one of their pet projects, as I said, LGBT, oh my goodness, they would have been up in arms. They would have been, uh, you know, calling for riots and protests. But no, here we have a anti-Christian hate crime. I'm going to say for the third time, an anti-Christian for the fourth time now, hate crime that's being perpetrated against a Christian church and a Christian school. Six people are killed, three children, nine years old. And this buffoon, this embarrassment that is supposed to be the president of the United States, the illegitimate president of the United States, goes up there and talks about ice cream. It is, it is an absolute embarrassment. Our nation is a cesspool. Particularly the federal government. And um, so, and, and again, the bigger picture is, as we mess with God's design, as we take people and confuse them and corrupt them and tell them their entire worth is based on their sexuality, their entire worth is based on their gender, or we teach them in, in, in kindergarten, preschool, to be gender fluid and the gingerbread man, they teach them, and, and oh, uh, you don't know if you're binary or non-binary or you, what, what, you know, you're gender fluid, you can be a boy, you can be a girl, you can be it, you can be a them. When we mess with God and his design, we reap the, 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 the horrific outcome, the demonic outcome. And who is perpetrating this? People like Andy Stanley, who are being gay affirming. These Christians, these woke Christians who think that by us affirming this deviant perverse, corrupted behavior in people. I'm not trying to be insensitive to those parents who have now children who are messed up in this way, but they need Christ. They need the Holy Spirit. They need healing, salvation, the power of the gospel. They need Christians praying for them and casting out these demons out of them. They need Christians saying that Jesus can bring power to set you free from this bondage. We don't need to affirm them. We don't need to help them get surgeries and mutilate them themselves. Just listen to the testimonies of those who've come out of the trans lifestyle. They will tell you how messed up they were and how messed up they are. Candace Owens says transgender surgery made national shooter into monster. What made this person into a monster are the demons that are in them. Yes, these women transitioning to men 
putting on all these hormones and all these different things. It's messing with God's design. And so we pray for this pastor. We pray for this church. We pray for the families. We pray for all these kids that have been traumatized. Pray for protection over other Christian schools. I guarantee that there is more planned and we need to pray in Jesus' name that God would thwart the plans of the enemy, that God would bind the plans of the enemy in Jesus' name, that God would send his angels right now to every church and every Christian school that is standing for righteousness, like Patriot Church, that we have been very vocal about standing against uh, this trans insanity. Folks, this is trans terrorism. They are arming themselves for terrorism. Antifa should be a terrorist organization. Black Lives Matter should be a terrorist organization. The trans movement should be deemed now as a threat to this nation. Not because they're trans, but because of what they're doing, claiming that they're being victimized. Just like Muslims claim they're being victimized, yet they're carrying out the majority of the attacks worldwide. Right now, we're in the month of Ramadan, and Ramadan sees a massive uptick of jihad attacks against non-Muslims, particularly Christians around the world. So the narrative is flipped. Good is evil, evil is good. And we got to pray for boldness. We got to pray that we can take people back to the word of God. We got to pray people that we can stand on the gospel, on the power of God unto salvation. We got to pray that people will be washed by the blood, that their identity is not in their sexuality, but their identity would be in Jesus Christ, their creator, born male, born female. We got to pray to break. I pray this story will break the bondage over this nation of this trans insanity. But I feel fear that, and not that I fear the world, but when I say fear, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that this is the beginning and not the end. Maybe this will wake some up. But no, we want to now victimize the trans again. They're the victims. They kill six Christians. They're the victims. And again, no one is talking and calling this what it is. This was targeted against a Christian church and a Christian school. Not the first time and won't be the last time, unfortunately. So what can we do? Train and get ready to protect yourself. Train and get ready to protect your church and your community. Do not take a mentality of, oh, we're going to turn the other cheek. And if anybody out there is watching this and thinks that you can come to Patriot Church or to our schools or our co-op without being confronted by armed individuals, you got something else coming. Because we will do everything in our power to make sure we protect our children, our families, and our church community. But our greatest weapons are our prayers. Please pray for this pastor. Please pray for this church. And please pray for God's protection and pray for this demonic agenda to be exposed in Jesus' name. 
There's so much more that I can share, but I, I hope I'm giving you the bigger picture. There's a pattern here. We mess with God and we get the consequences. We get the judgment. We get the wrath. We get the debased mind. God turning us over to our depravity, turning these individuals over to their depravity. And now it's not enough for these individuals just to go and harm themselves. But now they must now come and kill others who they see as their enemy. They're out there training, folks. They're out there becoming tactical. You and I better get training and become tactical too so that we can defend our home and our family. I'm not talking about going out and doing something. That's what, they, that's what the enemy does. I'm talking about tr protecting our home, protecting our family, protecting our churches so that our kids can go to school, get trained up in righteousness, go to church, our families can go to, go, you know, go to homeschool, go to Christian school, go to church, and know that they are safe. These are broken, broken, broken individuals. But the best way that we can minister to these kids and these young people who have been so indoctrinated into, in, into this demonic belief, perversion, is by praying for them, witnessing to them, sharing the gospel with them. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Jesus is the great physician. He can heal us physically. He can heal us emotionally. He can heal us spiritually. He can remove all. Confusion is of the enemy. Gender confusion is of the enemy. It's not of God. But I'm very concerned, and I'm very concerned that law enforcement is not equipped to handle this type of attack, just as they're not equipped to handle the Islamic threat, they're not equipped to handle this threat. And as Tucker Carlson said, this is trans-terrorism. And folks, one more time, Dry, bring that image up of that uh, rainbow with the gun on it, the, 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 the rainbow reload group. Folks, they're taking arms against right-wing hate groups. Well, you know what a right-wing hate group is? Christian churches, patriot groups, conservatives. We are the right-wing hate groups simply by standing on the Word of God. If the world hates you, know that it hate has hated me first. John 15, 18. We are a hate group simply by standing on the Word of God. So pray for us too at Patriot Church. Pray that we would be wise. Uh, we just had a film crew from the Netherlands come this past weekend to interview uh, Pastor Ken Peters and, 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 and you know highlight the church. And their number one question was about, are we fascist because of being against the transgender ideology? This is before Nashville, folks. This was Sunday, and Nashville happens on Tuesday. Or on Monday, I should say, the next day. The very next day, the very next day that they were there, now there is an attack in Nashville. That's why I'm concerned more is coming and we gotta be prayerful. Um, all I can say is stand your ground in these last days. Lawlessness is increasing. 
The leaven of lawlessness is increasing. And the only solution is revival. We need revival to break out. We need an awakening in our nation. We need the light of Christ to break through the darkness. And we need to push back. Please make sure you get a copy of our uh, uh, really, uh, just an incredible DVD, folks. I don't say that, but let's bring this up, tillministry.com slash pushback, tillministry.com slash pushback. Please get a copy, share that. We're going to be giving this presentation April 14th and 15th in Wausau, Wisconsin um, at the Stone Creek, um, I think it's, anyway, go to CoachDaveLive.com, CoachDaveLive.com and get information on tickets if you're in the area. Um, One more time, go to our website as we close, TillMinistry.com, visit our website, TILMinistry.com, check out all of our content. Uh, Please subscribe to our uh, newsletter, our e-newsletter. Also, please visit our Rumble page again, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Please share the link and please subscribe. And then finally, if you want to keep us on the air and support this ministry, will you preferably consider right now making a one-time donation to tillministry.com slash donate, tillministry.com slash donate. Here's our address, uh, P.O. Box 4. 523 Maryville, Tennessee 37802. If you want to send the check in, just make it out to Truth in Love. Truth in Love, P.O. Box 4523 Maryville, Tennessee 37802. And if you want to go beyond a one time donation, folks, we are praying again for the Gideon Army of 300, 300 supporters that will pray for us regularly and donate to us on a monthly basis or bi weekly basis, any amount, $5 and up. We are so grateful for our Gideon Army. And um, we need more to join us so we can stay on the air and be about truth-telling. All right, uh, folks, we got to sign off. It's, it's past 1 o'clock Eastern time. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian. I'll be back with you Thursday night live. More to come of what's going on globally. Uh, we have more from our friend Leo Holman on the One World Order. We have a lot to cover, folks. But we'll be back uh, with you live Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Pastor Sharam Hadian. Please pray for these victims. Please pray for their families. And please pray for our nation. Let us be salt and light. Uh, God bless you. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you on Thursday night.